Bij elkaar gaat het om ruim 3 miljard euro. Begin vorig jaar waren er vanwege de coronacrisis minder investeringen. Maar nu wordt er weer volop geïnvesteerd in bedrijven, zegt de belangenorganisatie van start-ups. Ja, op de eerste plaats zijn het heel ver gevorderde start-ups. Die bestaan al jaren, dus dat is een enigszins veilige investering. En in dit geval gaat het veel over digitaal handelen, digitale transacties. Dat zijn natuurlijk dingen die afgelopen jaar zeer belangrijk zijn geweest. Hè. We hebben allemaal online gewinkeld, online gecommuniceerd, op die manier zaken gedaan. Dus dat, dat heeft nogal de aandacht gehad. Bij het transport van een verwarde man zijn vandaag drie politieagenten gewond geraakt. De man werd via de A73 bij Horst naar een zorginstelling gebracht. Onderweg mishandelde hij twee agenten. Ook een derde agent raakte gewond en de verwarde man is neergeschoten. Het weer, zon en wolkenvelden. Het wordt 19 tot 24 graden. Dit was het NOS Journaal. Mighty Bingo Prijzenspel op zondag 25 juli 2021. Inloop 14 uur 30, aanvang 15 uur, einde 20 uur. Adres Zeeburgerpad 49 10 19 AB Amsterdam Oost. Vooraf aanmelden op 06 11 11 09 00. Of e-mail Mighty Laagstreepje Radio Apenstaartje Hotmail.com. Tot dan! gaat het om ruim 3 miljard euro. Begin vorig jaar waren er vanwege de coronacrisis minder investeringen. Maar nu wordt er weer volop geïnvesteerd in bedrijven, zegt de belangenorganisatie van start-ups. Ja, op de eerste plaats zijn het heel ver gevorderde start-ups. Die bestaan al jaren, dus dat is een enigszins veilige investering. En in dit geval gaat het veel over digitaal handelen, digitale transacties. Dat zijn natuurlijk dingen die afgelopen jaar zeer belangrijk zijn geweest. We hebben allemaal online gewinkeld, online gecommuniceerd, op die manier zaken gedaan. Dus dat, dat heeft nogal de aandacht gehad. Bij het transport van een verwarde man zijn vandaag drie politieagenten gewond geraakt. De man werd via de A73 bij Horst naar een zorginstelling gebracht. Onderweg mishandelde hij twee agenten. Ook een derde agent raakte gewond en de verwarde man is neergeschoten. Het weer, zon en wolkenvelden. Het wordt 19 tot 24 graden. Dit was het NOS Journaal. Op zondag 25 juli 2021. Inloop 14 uur 30. Aanvang 15 uur. Einde 20 uur. Adres Zeeburgerpad 49 10 19 AB Amsterdam Oost. Vooraf aanmelden op 06 11 11 09 00. Of e-mail Mighty Laagstreepje Radio Apenstaartje Hotmail.com. Tot dan. Interviews, special requests, and others. Tune into 
stop coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Nigeria on Radio Arazo every Monday from 6 to 10 a.m. Voice of Niger is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Niger. Yes, you heard me right. But know about you because you're not promoting your business. Yeah, we can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 06 846 0650. That's 06 846 0650. Voice of Niger, your place to advertise. It's a treasure. Whatever you need, you came here with tonight. God is
I'd like to say good morning and welcome to Radio Voice of Niger. My name is Apostle Dorkino, and I trust that you are doing well. You with everyone under your roof. It's a perfect time to to get back to God and to to you know align ourselves with Him to express our gratitude to Him for watching over us, for giving us a new day, a new week. So if you agree with me, please join me. Let's offer a word of prayer. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you. We thank you for your kindness, your amazing, amazing love towards us. You, oh God, overlook our shortcomings, you overlook our failures, you overlook our mistakes, and you pour abundant goodness into our lives. This morning, on behalf of myself, my household, and all who are dear unto us, both far and near, we want to thank you. On behalf of our nation, we want to thank you. On behalf of all in authority, we want to thank you. And we commit ourselves and everything around us into your hands. We ask that you give us a beautiful and a fruitful day in the mighty name of Jesus. You cause us to experience your amazing kindness as we go through this day. We pray that we shall receive of your unfailing kindness in every dimension. Thank you for your message. Thank you for this broadcast that you are going to make it, oh God, a blessing. Touch everyone, touch those who are going to be on the program with us. And let us have a glorious time to the praise and honor of your name. We declare the enemy has no power over us. We declare his schemes are destroyed, are frustrated, and he will not succeed in whatever he intends to do. Anoint us from the crown of our heads to the source of our feet with your goodness. Take the praise and the glory this day and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. As you know, we are in our inspirational segment, so we'll be hearing music like this, and then we'll be bringing to you also the word of the Lord after 8.30. And then, of course, at 9 o'clock, we'll bring you a feature item for today.
Telemi bring to us quickly the sum of today before we go into the miracles of Jesus. Psalm 16. Let's come to David. It says, Preserve me, O God, for indeed do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, thou art my Lord, my goodness extended not to thee, but to the saints that are in the earth, to the excellent, in whom is all my delight. Their sorrows shall be multiplied, that hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips. The Lord is a portion of mine inheritance and of my cup that maintains my Lord. The lines are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who have given me counsel. My reigns also instruct me in the nine seasons. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou wilt not leave my soul in hell. In thou wilt thou suffer thine holy one to see corruption. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand our pleasures evermore. Amen. time for the world to go, so please sit tight and let's go.
done in there. And it happened one day that he came there and he turned into the upper room and lay down there. Then he said to Gehazi's servant, call this Shunammite woman. When he had called her, she stood before him and he said to him, Say now to her, Look, you have been concerned for us with all this care. What can I do for you? Do you want me to speak on your behalf to the king or to the commander of the army? So she answered, I dwell among my own people. So he said, What then is to be done for her? And Gehazi answered, Actually, she has no son, and her husband is old. So he said, Call her. When he had called her, she stood anyway. Then he said, About this time next year, you shall embrace a son. And she said, No, my Lord, man of God, do not lie to your son. But the woman conceived and bore a son. When the appointed time had come, of which Elisha had told her. So, that is the word of the living God. Very, very exciting and very, very encouraging. It is so powerful, highly loaded, and it is good news. Hallelujah. I know that this very word is going to touch so many people who are out there and they are expecting something from God. God is so good that when we think, when we think and people think that your life is over, when circumstances try to make you feel as if your life is over, that's the time God comes in. <laughs> Tell somebody, don't throw in the towel. Hallelujah. That's the time God comes in and God begins to work with us. So tell somebody, know the right perspective or look to the right perspective. From what we just read, the Bible said, that Elisha passes by every time from a particular road. As he passes through that road, going for his job as a servant of the Most High God, as it was in the olden days, they don't just sit in one place. When we see the prophets or we see the seers, they don't just sit in one place. They are always moving around, going from village to village, from town to time, town to town, city by city, proclaiming the word of God to the people. They always have one message or the other which God has sent them and they will surely go and deliver. So the Bible said that Elijah was passing through this road. Anytime she passes through that road with her servant, only one woman took cognizance of him. Only one woman was able to 
was a real man of God. She came to that conclusion because she noticed that Elisha was not a burden to anybody. She noticed that Elisha was sorting out himself out by himself without disturbing anybody. She witnessed within her soul that Elisha was not going about knocking at people's door, asking them for what aid, asking them to assist him by a car, asking them to assist him by a new church building. He, Elisha was not going about knocking at the doors of people, presenting his need. Brother, she noticed that Elisha does not depend on any one of them. Elisha was not looking for any assistance or for any support. Elisha rather passes gently to his destination, looking well contented. May the Lord God Almighty release contentment in the heart of every man and every woman of God listening to his brokers this hour. May Jehovah, the God of Israel, the God that Elisha served, begin to release contentment in the lives of every servant of the Lord, real servant of the Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. This woman perceived that Elijah was not a burden. These days, how do people perceive the man of God? When you open the social media, it's like the 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 the, 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 the obsession in social media is now making people to speak anyhow anyhow, touch things anyhow. Things that people were not challenging before. Now people are getting up and they are challenging them. And then it is so mind-blowing. It is so mind-blowing. They can take they can take the content of prayer. They can take the content of blessing. They are reading those things. But when it comes about Titan, they have a problem with that. They can take they can take the contact the the, the 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 concept of fasting, take the concept of any other whatever which is there in the Bible. But when it comes to Titan, that one they don't want to hear about it anymore. Why? Because some are so wounded they felt that this the, this aspect financial aspect in the church have been abused. Where people will just get up and they are looking for car. Where people will get up and they are just looking for new jets, not old, new jet. Where others are getting up and they are they are they are putting up all manner of lies before they will give prophecies. Where they will tell people to pay in in in, in hundreds and in thousands to get just one word from God. So people 
all have molested this, and that's the reason why there's that rampage in the whole social media. People condemning men of God, condemning women of God, even those who are innocent have been affected by all of this condemnation. So people sit in the pew in churches, they are no more ready to receive. They can hear the word of God from you, and now the church is now almost like a social club, so they just want to come, okay, sign up, and then hear the word of God and get away. You dare not. Immediately it's about, about offering time, people begin to have an attitude. Why? Because it has been misused. was always moving and supporting himself, doing things on himself. That was the percep- that was the perception. That's the way that woman perceived Elijah. I pray that 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 men and women of God will regain their their, their honor in the sight of this new generation. That people will no more be perceiving them like people who have nothing to do. People will no more be perceiving them like people who, who couldn't make it academically and that's why they have chosen to do this other side. People will no more be perceiving them like, like people who are rather like a burden instead of a blessing. Oh, may the Lord change that perception in the hearts of many in Jesus' name. What does it profit a man to gain everything and lose his soul? Those of you who are busy condemning and criticizing them. Just because somebody spoke about tithe, if you don't want to give it, why don't you just silently, you know, sit? After all, nobody forces anybody to give tithe. Nobody forces. I've never been to any church, actually, where they are forcing people. If you don't come and give offering today, I've never. I've never. Because no rightful man or woman of God will sit up and be forcing people to give. No. I've never seen it. So by the way we are perceiving it now, we are, we are projecting it on social media. It looks as if people only sit waiting for Sunday, waiting for service to drop, drop people down and tell them and lie and tell them. This. Yeah, though some people are doing that. I saw this and I saw that. And then you have to pay for this and you have to pay for that. May God deliver us. So Elijah was perceived by this woman in this village as a man of God that is very contented. Ladies and gentlemen, be very careful of people that pray for you. Before they pray for you, they take some money. Before they pray for you, deliver you, they take some money. They tell you there are some 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 things that have been buried in your paternal side and maternal side, and then they, they, they are demanding money for, 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 for some folks to fast for you. Why can't you fast for yourself? Why why do you why do you need to delegate people to fast for you when you can fast for yourself? I mean the principles of the Bible remain the same. I've never seen where fasts have been delegated to other people. Even even when King Hezekiah heard that he was about to die, a whole king he declared fasting. He fasted. So why do you why do we need to delegate people? Some 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 folks will call from Africa and they will say, uh, 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 you know what? Uh, uh, just found, found something in, in our father's compound, in our mother's compound uh, that is affecting the whole family. And uh, this um, group of men of God, they are twelve, they are thirteen, they are fifteen. They want to fast, but you need to send the money. How? 
I mean, how? If they find something and they fail that they are led to do it, why don't they go, go, go there and approach it? Why do you need to send money to Europe from Europe before they have to go? And then sometimes I question those things and then I ask, how? I hear that, yes, because after fasting they will need to eat, after fasting they will need to do this, they need to transportation to go there, and this and this and this and that. Jesus, may God be merciful. Somebody out there, be very careful about those who have to pray for you. And take money. They must ask for money first before they pray for you. They ask for money before they deliver you. They ask for money. Be very, 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 very careful. Because these things are very, very common in the side I'm coming from. Hallelujah. But this woman noticed that Elijah. Elisha was a real man of God. As a minister, she perceived that Elisha was a man of God. The greatest problem we have today in the church of God, in the body of Christ, is the inability for people to perceive People sit in church, they lack perception. They cannot perceive the move of God. They do not know who is a man or woman of God that they have. We can see miracles happening in our, in our own eyes, in our own koro koro eyes, and we just let it go. You have no perception. We cannot key in into certain things and believe that God is there and believe that God can allow that something that happened to Sister A to happen to us. We don't key in and tap into that thing and believe God for the miracle that have happened for other people to happen for us. It's just because we have no perception. So we sit in church, we commonize everything that is going on. We commonize it, we look with eye of criticism and waiting for a special time when it will be our turn. You lack perception. May God deliver you. May Jehovah deliver you. I say you lack perception. If you are that type of person, ah, you lack perception. Believers don't perceive. Believers, so-called believers take things on face value. If your miracle in church must happen on time, you must learn to perceive and act accordingly. When you hear, for instance, that there is a wedding taking place in your church, Sister A is getting married, and this is you at the age of 35, at the age of 40, you are still single. You don't just sit. And then and then say that sister is getting married to it's not to me. No, you got to key into what is happening to that sister. You got to prepare a, a 
marriage yourself, position yourself that you are also going to that wedding, believing that you will receive your own. Prepare some gifts and say, okay, I'm not going empty-handed. I'm going to go and support Sister B or Sister C. I'm going because in you doing those things, you are preparing, you are positioning yourself to also receive your own life partner. You are, you are, you are positioning your heart that it is also going to happen for you. So any woman, a young girl who has perception would quickly want to pay into whatever is happening around her so that she can receive. There are some, you are in a place where they are saying, this couple, they are going to do dedication of their child and this is a very woman around. You don't sit and wind your eyes, roll it up and say, mm-hmm. Has on me, oh God has forgotten me. No, 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 no. You rejoice with them. If you have percept- your perception, you will rejoice with them. You will buy some, some gifts, you put some money in the envelope and say, I'm going to support them. I'm going to give a gift to this new child that is about to be dedicated. And doing that, you are keen in. You are, you are believing that what happened to them will happen to you. That is what perception is all about. You perceive that it's going to happen for you. If you see people who are who who are launching their new cars and who are who are doing their house dedications and all of those things, you will rejoice with them. Take your own parcel. So okay, I'm also going there to go and rejoice because in rejoicing in their new houses, in their new cars, with their new job, I'm also getting my own. When somebody is testifying about promotion, somebody is testifying about any good thing that is happening around, you supposed to rejoice. You, 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 you perceive that that thing also can happen for you. You rejoice. You rejoice. Go with them. Believe God with them. Trust God with them. Hallelujah. 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 That is the way it happens. Unfortunately, many believers have lost that virtue. They have no perception. They cannot perceive. So they stay in God's house, dry, 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 dry. Miracle come, miracle passes them. They stay in God's house, empty, empty, empty. They do nothing. They, so the people give testimonies, people give testimonies. People, they don't key into anything. May God deliver you. Sometimes God may not speak to you on 101, but when God is addressing a case that pertains to you, but it is referred to somebody else, you must just take it. Believe it, connect to that thing. Because when you connect to it without waiting for a specific time, when they will address your own name, my Lord, when you connect to it, you know what happens? You will get your own miracle. I say you will get your own miracle. That is the way God works. That is the way God moves. Every time God moves, he locates one person. And anyone that is wise connects to that one person that God has located. And then they will also Get their miracle. Do you understand me? 
He locates one person. He doesn't go about locating people, locating so many people at a time. He locates just one person. So stop giving excuses. Stop giving excuses that God is not listening to you. Stop giving excuses that God, that the, your pastor is not is not praying for you when he's supposed to. The fact is that you don't have perception. You don't know when to key in. The pastor may not go about calling every person in the church and praying for them specifically. But when he is praying for something that connects to you, you just have to key in. The church should not be lacking people that do not have perception. Perception comes with expression. You cannot perceive without expressing, without expression. Otherwise, it becomes suspicion. I want you to think about this a little bit. Do you perceive God? Do you perceive Him?
Well, you know, I'd like to say one more time, good morning and welcome. In case you're just joining the program, my name is Apostle Larry Duffin. Well, I seem to have fallen in love with this uh, reggae song. Well, this is 9 o'clock and uh, it's a health segment. And uh, we'll be having a guest today. A guest from the Violet Taos organization in Amsterdam. Amsterdam. And we want to, of course, extend our uh, heartfelt uh, sympathy and prayers for all those in parts of the country which have been flooded, especially in the Limburg area. Yes, yes, we want to extend our prayers and our well wishes to them. And and we hope that everything goes well, that the floods are over and that their life returns to normal. And of course, we have a very exciting program this morning. We are following up on the issue of FGM and today we have a Violet House. Uh, a government uh, agency that's going to be helping us talk about the topic. I want to be sure that our guest is connected. Good morning, Yolanda. Good morning, Yolanda. Good morning, Yolanda. Can you hear me? Yes, good morning, Larry. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I know you cannot see me, but... Uh, no. I cannot see you in yeah. your picture. Yeah, correct. I understand. No worries. Uh, we are audio, so I mean, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can see me? I can see you. You look awesome okay. this morning. <laughs> Good morning. Yes. Yeah. Well, so we are all set. Ladies and gentlemen, our guest is online. And so, I would like to just uh, want to welcome you if you're just joining us. Wherever you are, whether you are at home or you're driving or you're at work, and you're following this program, we want you to be very much a part of it. You are most welcome to interrupt us with your calls uh, if you have any comments or questions. The number is uh, 020-737-1619. That's a studio line. is not the same. Corona has, you know, just displaced many things and gradually life is getting back to normal and suddenly another disaster strikes in somewhere else in the country. But we pray everybody will have a strong spirit and we're moving on, come what may. And we want to address this morning another silent destruction that's happening to lives. It's called FGM, and we have been in partnership with the uh, uh, FSAN Fede- uh, F- Federation of Somalians in the Netherlands um, to deal with this silent uh, destructive force affecting young women, girls and young women. Well, FGM is, uh, as you know, it's a trendy topic still, uh, both in governmental and certain law enforcement circles. And the pra- practice, as you know, is uh, when there's, there's a partial uh, or complete removal of the female genitalia. Um, and this is still happening in parts of the world, including Africa. And we know that uh, this practice uh, has a harmful effect on the life both mental, physical, and psychological of 
above one of 40 million girls and women worldwide. And here in the Netherlands, of course, it is prohibited and it's a considered a crime and a violation of a human rights of the, the people involved. It is also considered a child abuse for girls. To help us delve further into this topic is Miss Yolanda Skunenberger. Did I pronounce the name correctly? Yolanda, can you hear me still? Um, can you hear me very, still? Yeah. The, the line is very disturbing, so I cannot hear a word of what you say. Okay, uh, let me see what's going on. Okay. What about yeah. now? Good morning, everybody. But yeah, yeah. Um, I, I cannot hear very well what there has been saying. Okay, but what about now? Is it better? It's better now, yes. Yeah, normally we use Skype, uh, but uh, the first time no, we're using no, Zoom it's, for it's this. disturbing uh, again. Still. Uh, let's see. What about now? Can you hear now? Very pity. Can you hear now? What about now? Still? No, no I, it, it's very loud and loud. there's a little bit of, of, of other noises. Other noises. Okay. Other, now, now it's clear. Now it's clear. Now it's, well, now it's better. What about yes, now? Now it's better. It's better. Better, yes. Okay, okay. Maybe there's interference from here. Okay, very good. So, all right. Can we carry on now? It's yeah. better now. Okay, excellent. Yeah. Well, so excellent. Apologies for the interferences. Um, and so we were t- talking about FGM. Uh, we've been p- partnering with uh, uh, FSAN, a Federation of Somali Associations in the Netherlands, to deal with this topic. Today we have a special guest in the studio in the person of uh, Dr. Yolanda Skunenberg. Is that the correct pronunciation of your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Very well, very well. <laughs> yeah, she is the uh, confidential doctor from Violet House, Amsterdam, Amsterdam. Uh, she's going to be helping us uh, do justice to this topic. Uh, Miss Yolanda, can you please just tell us, uh, tell our guests a little bit about yourself and then I will take it from there. Yeah, I can tell about myself yeah. that um, I'm, I'm a medical doctor who's very interested in, in, in a healthy and safe growing up from, uh, uh, from all, for all children. And I work for that in the, in the city of Amsterdam for years. And um, now, um, from as a confidential doctor, uh, I have the most concerns about uh, signals with, uh, at children who are not safe at home. Well, you can imagine perhaps mm-hmm. they have injuries because of maltreatment yes. or they are uh, under that development yes. children because of lack of attention or lack of going to school or being alone too much and so on. There, There's a lot of damage uh, on children as those things are happening also for the unborn children uh, growing up in mothers who have very hard times and I must say at at the beginning that most of the parents want to do it well with their children but there is a lot of well history that makes it very difficult so we are an institution who is in doing um, investigation, but also first at first helping parents to do it better. Okay. So this this circumcision uh, at children and females is also a topic who belongs to Veilig Thuis, 
and the the medical doctors, the confidential doctors, are working with that always when there is a signal of a suspicion or an, well, an, 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 a real circumcision has been uh, completed. Mm. Mostly uh, in 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 the land of where where the people are coming from. So um, so we have we have our uh, concerns, treatments, and um, then for uh, the children and their parents. So that's a short short uh, story about what we do. Is it clear? It is. It is. Yeah. It is very clear. Um, so let's say on. Uh, I don't know what I have to, what I have to say, regular basis, but um, how often do you come across this kind of cases? Uh, I mean, like, let's say we're in a corona time now. Uh, how mm-hmm. often do you come across this sort of cases? Well, the problem is Veilig Thuis doesn't get many of those cases. Mm. We have a few every year yeah. in Amsterdam. Okay. Or some years even less one or two so it's never more than five oh. I, I work for quite a long time um, more than 20 years in in this institution so i can say it's not many cases but they are severe and wow. uh, we want to treat them uh, uh, very very much because it's very important to do that yes but when we uh, look at the numbers there should be every year 18 children in 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 the Netherlands who are at risk for for coming circumcision wow. 80 children and so you can count in Amsterdam well i think there could be around 10 or something I, just calculating it so is, mm-hmm. we have less than 50% uh, in Amsterdam Yes, yes, but 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 what we see, mm. more or less, perhaps we have 20 to 30 percent what what we should see, okay. and then we only talk about the children because there is also the a problem with female circumcision. Yes, 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 yes. Mo- mo- mostly according to the marriage. Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What, what so. Yeah, sorry. That's also our concern. We can help with with, uh, the with adults, adults as well. Also, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, uh, joining us, uh, my partner has just joined us in the studio, so she's going to be asking some questions. Is uh, yes, uh, Reverend right. Helen Do- uh, Helen Ruth Dawkins? So she's going to be mm-hmm. uh, also uh, asking you some questions. That's that's, that's yeah. fine. Um, now, uh, so. You know, we know there's a chain of, uh, let's say, a, a, a chain of, let's say, uh, organizations which, yeah, which act in the sequence when it yeah. comes to uh, reporting or supporting an FGM case. Uh, mm-hmm. So, can you trace for us first, so we know at what point Violet Taos comes in to intervene or to yeah. advise or something can, like that? I can tell you, yes. yes. Um, Mostly we get some signals yes. or suspicions mm-hmm. from schools. Okay. Um, in a very, very uh, a few cases, we, we have had some signals from family or friends in the surrounding of a family, but that's not common. It's yeah. not common. Mostly it is the school or the medical doctor uh, of the school, the youth uh, doctor. 
Yes. We call it in, in Dutch. A youth yeah. doctor who, who is working always for, for from the GGD. They, yeah, I think yeah. most most listeners know the GGD, GGD Amsterdam. Yeah, correct. So they work there and they are connected to schools. And when a school has uh, signals, they always uh, are working with the uh, youth doctor. Yes. And we have very short uh, uh, connections lines. to yes. those doctors, okay. but also to the schools. So that's the most common route um, we get from them. And um, I remember me um, uh, very uh, few cases about uh, families who are um, going to their homelands uh, in in a few hours or a few days. So we have much. In, in many cases, we have not much time. And there are some cases that uh, families came back from their homeland and the children children are acting strange, not normal yeah, and, and yeah. straight different. Ooh. So they also come to us and when they come to us they, we, we first can think with them and, and, and uh, have a, a communication uh, collaboration or to working together I have to say um, just in an advice but uh, when it's coming to um, signals of circumcision by children or, or adult women we always uh, advise to report it immediately because it's a severe uh, form of uh, child maltreatment yes. uh, also uh, uh, maltreatment of women so we say and also the law in the Netherlands says report Report, report. Yeah. So that's 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 the the common ground in in the Netherlands. And then we are uh, an organization who at first try try to communicate with people, the, the the parents, the children, just to know what's about, what's what's around, what are you going to do, mm. what are your plans, and. Um, Well, uh, and we know not every uh, parent will be very open and honest yes, to us. But correct. we just have our skills uh-huh. to get them with us mm-hmm. and uh, to try to, 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 to have a cooperation together. Yes. And our first goal is, of course, to protect the, the victims yes. or the almost victims. Yeah. That's our first task. Mm-hmm. Protect, protect, protect. And uh, we, we, we like to do it with uh, the parents. Um, and there are some tools to do that. Um, for example, um, now we also uh, uh, make a taxation of the risks. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, uh, what, what, what will be risk factors is when the, the mother is, has a circumcision. Yes. Also, uh, when an elder elderly child has a circumcision. But how do you get Third, how, how do you find out whether or not the mother has her circumcision? How do you find that? Yeah, we 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 have we have to talk uh, and to to ask. Oh, okay. And 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 after that we can we can uh, draw the conclusions. To, to do to do an examination in okay. that's place. Of okay. course. There are lots of possibilities in, mm. in Amsterdam uh, with doctors who are specialized in this. Yeah. In, in the hospitals, in the GGD, and also in these youth uh, doctors. doctors. Mm. Mm, they, have, uh, they can uh, find first signals also in their talks with parents. They do it very regularly mm-hmm. and they do an examination at the genitals of the children. 
uh, when they see the children, they do that. Uh, for, for, yeah, the, mostly the girls, of course. Yes. If the genitals look normal mm-hmm. or not. And they um, also give a lot of information to parents. Also, when there is no idea about uh, suspicion or a signal about circumcision, because it's forbidden by law in in, in Holland. So uh, it's a difficult position because uh, we also understand that in some cultures it's a habit over the generations. Yes, yes. So... So it's a very strong um, belief, or how you call it. Mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, I want to respect it, mm-hmm. but it's impossible to do because it gives a lot, a lot, very much harm to children and yeah. elderly women. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow, such elaborate uh, explanation. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you are listening to this program, we're talking about the role of violet thaws in preventing FGM. For most of you who are not aware, it is still uh, something that is ongoing, affecting young girls. And we know that down the line, it affects uh, the ability to have children and also uh, the regular fertility, in fact, and also uh, the regular menstrual cycle of the women. It causes a lot of pain and inconvenience. So uh, this is something the government, we're happy the government is helping to prevent especially young girls uh, from becoming victims of this uh, this yeah. evil. Uh, yeah. uh, so, uh, Yolanda, um, you know... Yeah, so go ahead. The, yeah. <clears throat> Hello, Miss Yolanda. So the, good, good morning. Yeah, good morning. The, yes. Good morning. The, uh, the ladies or the young girls who have become victims, eh? so are there some remedies for them? Yeah, there are also like what? Uh, very, very, very um, common treatments huh? uh, at a physical level, but also at a psychological and mostly sexual level. So those three treatments are necessary. I, I couldn't hear I mean. you well. Oh, you, you cannot hear me? Oh, okay. What should I do? Just increase your voice a little bit. Oh, I have to speak louder? Is this better? Better? All right, it's good. Yeah? Yes, yeah, so, speak. Yes, there are a lot of treatments in Holland. That's, that, that's, that's happily uh, the case uh, in Amsterdam. We have um, the GGD and uh, all the G-West. Uh-huh. They can do a surgeon okay. to reconstruct uh, the damage as, as good as they, they can. It depends, of course, of the, 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 the severe, the, 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 the ernst, how you call it, uh, the, the stage the serious, of the circumcision, yes. yes. huh? they are quite different. Yes. And um, so that's possible, And um, but it's not only physical, it's also uh, emotional, mm-hmm. it can be uh, traumatizing, of yes. course. And uh, it's mostly traumatizing, I, I think, for, for uh, women and children. And then, of course, also sexual. So you have, in, in fact, three ways of treatment. Uh-huh. Surgeon, f- physical, <coughs> um, psychological, to get over it, and uh, sexual. Mm. And in, in, uh, I, I, I always try to imagine how, how that happens, but... I think in 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 in, in uh, lots of cases there will be an in, 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 an unequal um, 
relation uh, between the man and, and the woman. And that's also, uh, I think, connected with uh, the, the, the cultural ideas. So, but, but you know more about that than I do. So I, I'm, I'm a little bit careful to, to say that like this. But in a sexual uh, way, it's un- unequal, of course, when, when there is a, uh, a huge circumcision uh, by a woman. Yeah. So that, that's also, uh, you, you can repair a lot, but it has also, um, it has to happen in relation and psychological also. Mm. You understand what I mean? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yolanda, uh, okay. can you try and let go of your microphone? Let's see if we can still pick up the sound. Uh, just let go of it. Yeah, really, no, release it. Just let it go so that uh, drop it so that you, you speak normally. Don't yeah, hold it. Exactly. Let's see if uh, that will. There's some popping, yeah. popping sound. Yeah, release it that way. Very good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we can hear it perfectly. That's good. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we can relax better. Now, um, what about, uh, you know, I was, earlier on, I was wondering, um, have you been working together apart from. Checking on the girls to make sure they're okay, nothing has gone wrong with them, nobody has tampered with them. Uh, have you been working along with the, the, the mothers or the parents in a, a constructive and a positive way, in a reassuring way, so that they also, maybe after they know better now, uh, they would uh, they cooperate better with you in making sure that they can prevent uh, FGM from happening to their kids or even to maybe other people within their circles? Because if you have a, a positive relationship with the parents or the mothers of these kids, uh, then they would not feel like, okay, okay, the government is spying on us to see whether we're going to do it or not. So there is this game they want to play uh, because they, want, yeah. they, they believe that it's according to their culture or something they have to do. So, but if for, uh, you guys have a relationship where that is positive with them, then they will see the, 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 the merits of doing something like that and would openly cooperate with you guys to make sure that it doesn't happen to their kids or to another person's kid. You know, do you, you understand the point I'm making? Do you have that sort of relationship with them that is open and trustful? Yes, well, well, not not, not always. Uh. So, if when we have this open relation and, and, and cooperation with parents, yeah. and sometimes also with uh, other family members who's going, who are going with them to their homeland, yeah. that's nice, but we always say when you come back with your children yes we want to your yes now yeah. that we do an examination oh. afterwards okay again okay and when that, that's we we cannot just believe what they say because yes. it's a strong culture yeah um idea yeah so so and and so we help them with that so, because there will be new pressure when they are back in the homeland. Yeah, that's we true. Suppose that is true. So, so we we, we 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 do this appointment for the examination when they come back, and another way to help parents to keep strong and stay saying no is to 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 sign a declaration of the child's rights in the Netherlands. Yeah, they take that with them. So there is clearly in in the text that it's forbidden. You you can be prosecuted, executed as parents when you come back in, in the Netherlands. Yes. yes. So um, that can help also against the pressure. But that's a very positive way to have a solution in the cooperation with parents. But there are also 
there are also reports that we cannot uh, find the cooperation with parents because, um, of course, we are we have a governmental task in the Netherlands, and uh, now uh, not not all the parents have man- have have that much trust in the government yeah, in the Netherlands exactly. or in our organization. Yes. Of course, yes. I understand, but then. We have to uh, to look for more severe, um, uh, how you call it, uh, possibilities, and we go to the to the child protection service. Yeah. And then you have a civil court where, where all, all, uh, parents come and with the children. Yeah. And it can be, it can end in in uh, that there there will be um, they will be forbidden to go out of the country. So have you have you actually prosecuted? Sorry, go ahead. Pardon? Go ahead. Oh, we, we have we have experienced we have uh, cases who ended in the court, the court civil yes. court. Oh, okay. Children cannot travel with their yes. parents mm. abroad. Wow. And and that's that's when we have really um, suspicions and and facts that it will happen. We can stop them to go abroad with their parents. Okay. But that is not in many cases possible. Um, but it can happen. I, I have I have seen those cases. Mm. Yes. Uh, that's not easy because uh, the parents have to live with their children. Yeah. After that also. So, yes, yes, so uh, yeah. Um, luckily, we have a lot of um, uh, uh, professionals. Mm-hmm. Uh, from their own culture, who can work with parents to, yeah, to, to yeah, yeah. try to change their yeah, vision yeah. on this problem? Yes, yes and to yes. Ex- explain what the, the there will be uh, the damage that will yeah, be. Yeah. So that that can help also, but it takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And when parents are going to leave to their homeland in in four days, mm-hmm. we don't have the time. Yeah, yeah, that's we true. don't have it. So we have to stop them traveling abroad. Wow, wow. Well, you know, you have been you have been working at this for a while, uh, mm-hmm. but what have you come to find out as uh, the religious and social grounds for, for for carrying out FGM on the kids or the women? I think it's mostly a transgenerational uh, point. Mm. So... Uh, uh, and it's a cultural point. It's not a religious point. Oh, it's cultural. Yes, not a religious no, about. No religion who says to, to do a circumcision to their yeah. children. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. cultural point in in very very uh, quite a, a lot uh, of countries in, in Africa and Asia, but also in uh, in Arabic countries, Iraq. Yes. There, it's happening also. So it's it's very. Um, Broad in, 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 in the world. Yes. So um, yeah, but I think it's a, mostly a cultural and transgenerational point. Mm-hmm. So the idea is the girl will be a better uh, woman. adult woman <laughs> yes. and will be a better mother. Yeah. It's a, a, an idea uh, about female sexuality also. I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, the, the woman has to serve uh, the man. Yes. Uh, those ideas 
Mm. And I think we, we, you, you can see change very slowly in, in the families who are living in, in Western countries. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, it takes uh, a few generation, uh, uh, generations in the future to, yeah. to, to yeah, that it will stop here. Yeah. But, well, in the homelands, uh, I, I, we have no influence well, on that. Of yeah, course. of course. Now, when you spoke about the power, the balance of power between the man and the woman, uh, can you explain that? Let's say a woman who is circumcised and and, and a woman who is not circumcised uh, and their relationship relationship with a man. How do you explain the the balance of power between those two categories? Because that was something you mentioned earlier on. Yeah. Well, that's what I read about, and what can, I can imagine myself mm-hmm. is that when a woman, well, the, the circumcision is about. Uh, removing uh, parts of the genitals of women yeah. who gives the pleasure in the in in the sexuality. Yes. So mm-hmm. th- that that's my point. Yes. That's the point. I think mm-hmm. that that the the, the man uh, has more pleasure than the woman. Yeah. And um, that's the in equal okay. relation in 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 in, in relation to thing. sexuality. But yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know exactly if that's the same in in the in the daily life. Yeah. I suppose, but I, I I'm not sure about that. But I think if you don't have uh, the autonomy about your body, mm-hmm. okay. that's the start yeah, of, yeah, an, yeah, yeah. of an equal relation, of course. Yes. So yeah, I suppose it will be on other levels mm-hmm. also, and well. I, I, I think it's 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 often the case. My impression, but but you have to realize that that we see only the families where it's going wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so I cannot I cannot give a judge about all the families uh, from, uh, from from those lands. I, I I won't do that. No. Okay, so but I think mm-hmm. it's inequality, mm. which is the, the the huge problem. Yeah. So, so the, the man uh, becomes more powerful when the woman cannot have the pleasure, you mm-hmm. know, uh, like he has uh, mm-hmm. in, in sexual relations, for example. So that makes mm-hmm. the man more powerful than the woman. How? Is it a myth uh, or, or a reality? How? Uh, well, what yeah. did you say? I couldn't understand you very well. I said, is it a myth? Is it a myth or a reality? How does that yeah. make a man powerful? How? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when I mean, you have a husband and then both of you are supposed to uh, uh, have intimacy and then one is enjoying it and the other one is not enjoying it. How, how does it make a man powerful? Oh, it's a question. Yeah, well, it's a question. It's, yeah, powerful is perhaps not a right word. word. No. It's more unequal. Unequal, okay. More unequal. unequal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But basically, yeah, powerful. Yeah, it's it's difficult to 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 put into words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to to explain it. Uh, the English is not my 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 first language, of course. But um, I would say an equal. It could be uh, uh, that the man has more power by that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know exactly how it is in daily life. Yeah. But well, we, we have heard in the past that uh, the reason, one of the reasons they do this is to, uh, they think they, they 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 stop the woman from from sexual promiscuity. Yeah, from being oh, free yeah, to go course, about, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that is a way of con- also control, be a reason, yeah. controlling the woman. 
<laughs> I believe you. I believe you immediately. Yeah. 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 Okay. So so right now, um, so what are some of the key signals that can help anyone at all uh, in suspecting or detecting a, a, a likely FGM case with a child? Because you said that when the kids come back from over abroad. You, you, you observe them and to see whether they are behaving normally. Uh, so how can somebody quickly spot a difference uh, when something well, like that uh, is suspect? Well, let, let's start at the, at the side of the child. Yes. Uh, but we hear uh, regular read from schools mm -hmm. it is, is that the children are uh, silent. Oh, more silent than, than before. Okay. Than before. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. they are anxious. Oh. Than before, but they cannot talk about it. Wow. Okay. They cannot talk about it. Wow. Sometimes an elderly sister will do it. So and and it's in combination, of course. The school, the school, has heard that they will go to their homelands. Yeah, and they yeah, are talking. yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you happy to see oh. your grand? Parents and so yeah, on, you know, yeah. eh, those those normal talks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they 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 see the children are not happy to go to their homeland oh. because they are fearing okay. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And perhaps uh, they don't know exactly what they have to fear. Mm -hmm. But because it's mostly children uh, between five and ten years old, mm -hmm. so it's not not that 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 conscious for a child. But yes. but that's what we hear. Silent children who changed in their emotions and they're open, open, yeah. be, or being open to the to the teacher and to other children, mm -hmm. just retracting in themselves, and that's that's a signal at the sign of the children. And um, yes, um, and then of course uh, the school knows that the family is going to visit their homeland. Yeah. That shouldn't be a problem, but but in combination to other uh, signs, it can be uh, uh, can it can be a suspicion, of course. Yeah. Yeah. School yeah. never when schools uh, are 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 in contact with with us, they never are sure it's going to happen. Never, but they are very concerned about it. Yeah. So then, other signs are also that. Um, the, the the family is very isolated in, yeah. in Holland. They don't yeah. speak our the, the, the Dutch language, yeah. or um, they are strong in their beliefs that the the, 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 the well the way of of carrying your child in in the in the homeland is better than in, in, in Holland. Yeah. They are just in in all uh, views opinions they are isolated are isolating themselves from um, the the Netherlands to our our habits to 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 uh, to raise a child I would I have to say and then um, there can be uh, also uh, that what they see uh, or uh, have signals of is the pressure from the surrounding if there are other family members in, in, in Amsterdam or Friends, families uh, who are giving pressure to the parents, they are going back to their homeland with family members or friends, they are also from there. So, this pressure mm -hmm. from the ethnic group, their own ethnic group. Yes. Sometimes school has signals from that. Mm. And then, 
um, if they know that one of the parents is very positive about but about doing a circumcision by their children, by their children. Yes, 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 yes. I don't hear it often, but that it can be there, and mostly school hears it from the other parent. Yes. They're, they have some, some talk with parents sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, a lot they have, they have had. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. also the youth doctor yeah. have had uh, a few talks with the, with the parents. Yes. And then if they know, uh, but that schools never, mostly schools ne- don't know that, but they are, so as I said, uh, are working together with this youth doctor who knows more mostly. No, they always ask at the mothers, are you circumcised? Always. Yeah. They, they always ask that. Uh-huh. So if you make this cascade of signals, yes. um, when you have one signal, you're you never sure about it. Yeah. Well, it's less concerning than if you have four or five of them. Yeah. You yeah. understand? Yeah. Yeah. But also with one signal, we are starting our investigation. Okay. That's how we do it in, in the Netherlands because uh, we think it's a severe case of child abuse. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And, and we have the possibility to go in contact with parents and have our talks and our possibilities to do an examination before leaving the Netherlands and an examination at the, at the genitals of the child yeah. after. The, 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 after the, the return, return to the yeah. Moment. yeah. After the return, yes. Mm, wow. So that, that that is protecting in some way. Um, yeah. we, 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 we experience and we, we, we expect. Yes. And and, and 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 parents have to do this with this. Mm-hmm. They are obliged to do it when they don't want these examinations before and after. Mm-hmm. Then. Um, then we, we we have to go to the court. Yeah. I don't like to do that. I must say, mm. I would I would say, if I may, uh, if you have a, a a woman or a father or a child in your surrounding, and it's now summertime again, huh? mm. holiday time. Yes. So uh, if you have the impression or the suspicion or a signal that somebody is going abroad with their children, and perhaps there can be such a thing. Mm-hmm. Just call us. Yes. You don't um, have to mention the name yeah. that of the of the family um, uh, for for, partic- for for family members or friends. Um, you can do a report. Then we know uh, your name of the of the of the of doing the report. Yeah. But the parents doesn't have to know your yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we we we. I call that an anonymous, anonymous report. Uh, yes, 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 yes. You can do that as a friend or as a neighbor mm-hmm. or as a family member. Okay. You can do that. Yeah. But professionals, mm-hmm. they have always to do an open report. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you are, for example, a mother who is pressed to go with their children to the homeland mm-hmm. of their partner. It can also be a mixed marriage, of yes. course. Mm-hmm. You suppose you are the mother or the father and you are pressed to go to the homeland with your children. Yeah. Please contact us. And you can contact Veilig uh, Thuis in different ways. Mm-hmm. You can come to us, you can call us, and you can chat with us. You can chat every day, also in the weekends, from 8 
8 uh, o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock in the evening. Mm. And there will also be someone on the, at the other side of the chat who will go in contact with you. Yeah. That's for, for a lot of people the most safe way to contact us because you can do it in a, in a silent uh, way, place, yes. Yes, uh, yes, in yes, a safe yes. place on your phone yeah. or on a computer. Even children can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I know this so I, I, I want to I, I want to mention that very clearly. Yes. Also, as a victim, or, uh, or we are you're very uh, concerned about what's going to happen. You are even you, when you are not completely sure, just contact us. Mm. Come to us in daytimes. Phone us every day from eight to ten. Yeah. Or chat with us every day from eight till ten o'clock in the evening. So I want to, to to say that very clear, because we can help you. And it's all the same for people, for women who have been circumcised mm-hmm. and don't know where to go. Yeah. You can contact us. We'll, we will uh, um, go uh, and look for the best help for you. for you. Okay. You, al- you also can go to your huisarts, yeah. your general practitioner, but yeah. you can, if you don't trust that, mm-hmm. because your man or your other family members are also there, yeah. just come to us. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, repeat that <laughs> very clear, yeah, yeah. that um, um, we can help you further. Yeah. Okay, very good. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to talk about how the reporting code is for yeah for children and also for adults but I, I think you just explained that so so yeah. adults can contact make contact directly uh, if they, there's an issue with somebody or some personally somebody has that problem they can talk about it I know this is a difficult subject uh, but it has to be discussed anyway uh, and I recall when we first began to deal with this kind of topic uh, about 10 years ago uh, and it's still an issue which means that it's not going away so easily no. I mean, FGM is not going away so easily. So it means that it's something we have to keep up until it is eradicated uh, totally from yeah, society. I think, well, as I said, it's a transgenerational problem. problem. So yeah, it yeah. has to change over the generations. Yeah. So we have to take a long breeze yeah. and going on <laughs> with this, this fear problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, let, let's take a short musical break and then I will return to the discussion, right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are about halfway, more or less, uh, in the program, the role of Violet House in preventing FGM. And our guest today is Mrs. Jolanda Spooman-Berrick. Yeah. And so uh, if you have a call, uh, if you have a question or remark, you can call us on 020-737-1619. We'll be in a short musical interlude, and then feel free to give us a call. Yolanda is standing by to answer your questions. Facebook acting like a church kid 
Freedom also is for people who are bound and who are forced to do what they're not supposed to do, and they suffer the consequences. And that's why we are dealing with this topic, FGM, and how to prevent it. And so if you have uh, something to say, go ahead and give us a shout in the studio. Now let's get back uh, to the program. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome back, uh, Yolanda, Dr. Yolanda. Uh, now, uh, give us the next question. Yes, thank you. How does uh, FGM increase the chances of HIV infection or SDIs due to injuries? Um, that will be um, uh, at very much at risk when it's happening, this circumcision in, in an un, uh, a not very uh, safe uh, way. Okay. And hygiene, hygiene is very important. And um, I know it, 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 it's not always there when it's happening in, in homelands. And then uh, till the wound is healed, there, there, there has to be lots of uh, care to, to a younger child. And well, yes, just the, 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 the risk on an infection, severe infections there will, will, will uh, yeah, there will be more damage than, than, uh, than only the, the circumcision. And uh, the HIV infection also, yes. I, I, I don't know the numbers, but, but if I think clearly as a doctor, there are lots of risks, yeah. And uh, the, the psychological and the sexual impact on the victims, uh, can we like uh, touch on that again? Because mm -hmm. uh, some people, they are so bound by culture and tradition that uh, they don't take seriously the impact of some of this is like you spoke about the trauma which uh, victims go through. Uh, so sometimes people endure things for the sake of custom or yeah. tradition. And but it's important yeah. to, to underscore the psychological and the health yeah, and let's impact of this. Yes. Psychological damage. We know um, uh, in in the Netherlands there are lots of studies for children who are maltreated in, in, in younger years. Yeah. I, I, I have learned that, that we need to say that how younger the child, how more severe the traumas are. Yes. So you cannot say the child, the child was just born mm -hmm. or the child was two years or five years. Um, then it's an unconscious trauma. Yeah. Um, when a child is 10 or 11, it's a more conscious trauma, of course. Yeah. But 
In both ways, it's a very severe trauma. Yeah. It's very, very painful to experience, yes. number one. Um, uh, your caretaker who has um, to protect you against all evil things in your life, are causing this or are yeah, yeah. Uh, well just uh, facilitating this they won't do it the by, by themselves yes. there will be another another adult person to do that yes but your parents are aside and after that it's also um the denial of of pain and and anxious experiences because it's a good it, the child is, is been telling that it's a good thing mm-hmm to experience yeah. it's important in your life and i think uh, every healthy child and 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 we are speaking of of children who are uh, quite a long time already uh, been being raised in holland yes. in the netherlands in amsterdam they know they know of course lots of children who doesn't experience this this kind of maltreatment so they, that that's a, a, an, an urgent problem of course huh? um So it, 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 it will be, they will feel um, less safe in relation to their parents. If I think just from, uh, from uh, the experience of a child. So it's a trauma and your parents are telling you it's a severe trauma, uh, physical and emotional. So, and your parents tell you it's a good thing to have done. So that's that's very complicated. Mm. So that that that's 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 so so I think um girls who has experienced that they have to they have to be in, in trauma therapy. <laughs> that's yeah. my conclusion. Mm-hmm. Yes. So when it comes to the treatment for the, the injuries or the trauma, uh, is it handled entirely by Violet House or you refer it to KKD or some other institution? Yes, that, that, that will be, uh, that will, that, that those are specialized uh, pediatricians or okay. uh, gynecologists or plastic surgeons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. That's different. Well, they, you have so many different forms of, of circumcision. So yes, 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 yes. That can be a reconstruction of the the labia yeah. or the clitoris or uh, uh, or a reconstruction of of of, of well a, a closed vagina uh, yes. it's it's you have so many, many types of uh, so many and yeah. and some of them are so impactful <laughs> yeah. that a, a woman cannot give birth yes, yes, to a child yes. because uh, the vagina is closed Yes. Almost completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, and, um, well, um, so the, 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 the vloskundige, how you call it in English? The, the, the midwife, labor, midwife. The midwives, midwife, yeah, yes, yeah. are very important also mm-hmm. to signal and to, yeah, to, 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 to sign this, these things and, yeah, yeah. And 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 um, work with us together to 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 to, to have the, the right help or mm-hmm. some some midwives know the ways in Amsterdam. So you can go to the GGD again or to AMC or OVG. Mm-hmm. Those are the the places to be to 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 have this physical reconstruction. But yeah. there are also uh, psychologists working who can help the the, the victims and also. Uh, we call it sexuolog, 
they are specialized in treating sexual um, uh, yeah complications yeah yeah, yeah. so there, there there are uh, lots of possibilities and it's also a network mm-hmm. of there is a network of cooperation on this issue from the first prevention to the treatment afterwards yeah okay. we're working together we know uh, uh, we know a lot know a lot of each other mm-hmm. so there are lots of possibilities in Amsterdam but but I don't think all the uh, the victims can find that or are in the position to do that so there there's we have to give attention attention to that also okay now we have just about two three minutes uh, can you quickly tell us uh, uh, how you can track some of those who are at risk uh, because according to the Faro study uh, about 50 to 40 girls each year in the Netherlands are at risk so with this information uh, I, I, I wonder whether you there's a way you try to keep an eye on those who are yeah. at risk or, or this is just a a figurative indication without you knowing specifically those who yes, could be at risk. Yes, uh, 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 a few of my colleagues are giving lots of education on mm. schools. Yeah. And uh, I personally have a lot of, uh, of contact and education to my uh, colleagues of the, of the GGD, the, these youth doctors yes. who are working with the schools. We, we regularly speak about it, how many uh, cases did you find, what did you do with it, uh, what, what's the effect of our intervention, how is it with the child, and so on. That's what we do. So my colleagues, uh, uh, the not medical colleagues, so I have to say, yeah. go to schools, trainings, uh, education, and not only they, but are also people of own culture, professionals of own culture, if you understand what I mean, they are also giving lots of information about this issue. And um, also the general practitioners uh, are involved in those educations. Yes. So yeah, uh, uh, you have to know quite a lot about it and also how to handle how to, 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 to do the, the, the right steps after you have a suspicion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we do a lot of giving information, giving information, giving information. Okay. And yeah, every, every several months you have to repeat that. But yeah. Well, the, difficult, the difficulty is that we don't see many of those cases in Amsterdam. I think it's... it's it's 80 cases in, in the Netherlands, Netherlands yes. every year. 80, so, so I the, think, not so 50, bulk, The bulk 80. of it uh, outside of Amsterdam, most likely, where, you know, other, so what, that's what you notice. The bulk of the cases are outside of Amsterdam, obviously. Outside the big cities, maybe. In the big cities, it will be uh, similar with Amsterdam, but, yeah. but in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the countryside, I will say, for, yeah. we don't have that much countryside in Holland. Right? So, oh, okay. So, uh, lots of cities. So, yeah, yeah, I yeah. think those networks will be uh, in, in, in the Netherlands because our government uh, is, well, they oblige us to, 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 to do that. We yeah. are obliged to do it. Yeah. Well, so, Yolanda, unfortunately, uh, our time is up. So, okay, I see it. <laughs> let me. <laughs> they said time flies when you're having fun. 
Well, I think we have enjoyed you this uh, morning. Thank you so and, much. Uh, oh, I have done it with so much pleasure. Thank yeah. for the, the invitation. Yeah. And if there are uh, questions left, just um, give an email to Karen Jobsen and then I will can answer it. Yes? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. And uh, we hope to have you uh, one, one uh, some other time. And uh, I want to wish you a lovely day, ma'am. God bless. Okay, you also. Bless you. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.